0: All right so we're here with uh episode three of the mobile x podcast as always i'm joined here by my partner in crime Oof. mobile gamer how's it going <laughs> oh man it's been a long week i'm sipping my coffee it's we're doing a late night uh recording here so uh it's kind of uh kind of been fun right absolutely i got caffeine in my hand as well yeah and it's just uh you know our main game marvel strike force has had a myriad of uh problem seems like they might be trying to course correct a little bit but uh today we're joined by some uh, awesome game developers and uh a a Twitch personality uh and so uh just prepare yourself to plug your ears and wash out that mouth with the expletives you might be hearing uh but that's okay because you know that's you know it's, it's just a it's just a podcast uh and so <laughs> I'd like to welcome, like to welcome uh, Jungle Queen uh and uh and Dan from Pizza Club Games Hey, Hi, thank
1: so, you.
0: So yeah, the, uh, one of the cool things about this is uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Jungle Clean, uh, she's over on Twitch. She streams a lot of games uh, occasionally with her husband. Uh, they do uh, work on a game uh, that I love called It Lurks Below, which um, you know uh, through was a throwback to Diablo. You know, I, I don't know if you guys ever heard of that game.
2: Mm-hmm. Small D- game, yeah. small, small indie game.
0: Yeah, small indie game. You know that. When games were fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and Dan has a uh, leading a new studio uh, in creating a mobile game. So,
3: yeah. yeah
1: and he even hired me.
0: <laughs> and, he, and he even hired you. He, he must not have watched the stream.
1: <laughs> I don't think he did. Not even once. No.
0: <laughs> so. All right. So. Uh, so I think I think our, our listeners here, uh, I think a lot of what we do here is, you know, we deal with the, the mobile topic because we're kind of the crossroads of of uh, mobile gaming and mainstream gaming, I think it's it's hard for people to understand like you know what it takes to build a mobile game. Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. It's 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 you know I think I think a lot of people have this illusion, especially if you're not like in the gaming industry. That you know you hear these stories like Wordle and Minecraft. They, they're just this is just like two guys in a garage. They make a game and then they're billionaires. But it's it's far from the truth. I mean, our studio is relatively small. But we're we're actually very small. But we're twelve people, um, you know, and that's as small as you can probably get it to make a a mobile game. And um, you know, the studios I've worked with in the past are hundred, two hundred people, and mm-hmm. navigating that Titanic is is quite a beast.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the difference is obviously, you know, I think oh man, we we talk about this a lot, but I think the gaming industry's kind of changed, especially when you're you're sitting at these pitch meetings with the idea that you know, you have this behemoth in Genshin Impact and, you know, people want to know, will the, your game make the type of money?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, monetization is, mobile is, is unique in that, you know, uh, well, now ga- nowadays, a lot of PC and, and console games are free to play as well, but mobile games are really the first to kind of lead that path. And it's interesting in that you kind of have to design with a monetization in mind from the beginning, right? Your whole, game design has to be monetizable and as a result if you don't have immediately a golden nugget of an idea that is going to generate revenue and it's obvious to people who want to fund your game uh you're dead in the water you could have the coolest game mechanic in the world no one's going to care if it's not going to generate revenue
0: wow and i think that's uh that's probably something that i think is is lost on uh, a lot of folks uh when it comes down to that dead first you know ideas you know can the game generate money i mean at the end of the day you've got to feed your families you've got to you know thrive and 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 you know and build your 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 company to hopefully you know you know broaden more projects bring more people on because you know there's never just that never just one idea but I, I think it's just a challenge of of sitting down there and looking at you know what's come before uh you guys play <clears throat> marvel strike force and i know you guys play along with us a few of you guys here in chat just, yeah, just so you know, it was uh, JQ and um, another another person who actually got me hooked on Marvel Strike Force. I don't know if you knew that, JQ. I,
1: I did. You you have blamed me. I think every time I come into your chat, you blame me. I
2: don't that, blame you. I don't blame that, you. Rick. I didn't know that story. That's cool.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> um, we started playing Marvel. We started streaming with Marvel, um, you know, the MMO that David was working on. And then so once... That was over. And we transitioned to Marvel Strike Force. Ah, uh,
2: that makes sense. Okay.
1: Yeah, because Marvel Strike Force was really the first, I think, phone game that I found more entertaining to play because there have been a whole bunch of other ones. They have that puzzle one, and the, then there was the, the Teen Academy one, and there have been huge amounts of them that have just tanked. But, uh, yeah. So we started playing Marvel Strike Force, and likes to remind us.
0: <laughs> well, but I mean, it was our fault. It wasn't your but fault. But you
1: made like a whole career out of it. So really, I feel yeah. Like no, I mean, thank we you. We get I, like, <laughs> we get all the. You should be paying us. Where are royalties, Reminax Come on.
0: Uh, the checks in the mail.
1: Okay. <laughs> cool.
0: So yeah, I you know it's kind of funny because uh, you know that I think that game that I don't know if we can say can we say the name of the game is that is that like is that, are we allowed
1: Marvel or Heroes
0: Marvel Heroes Okay, we can say it. Marvel heroes. Why, was,
1: why can't was, we say the name? <laughs>
0: you didn't say it. You were like that Marvel game. I was like, oh, maybe she's like. I. I. I didn't. I was like trying to follow your cue.
1: Oh she, right. No. No. That's. <laughs> yeah. No.
0: That. I don't yeah, words
1: the very well. So that was just me not <laughs> word well.
0: No, I think it's interesting because that was my favorite game of all time. Uh, I, I'm going to say that that's probably up there. Um, I think. I, I think. Even even if you look at Marvel versus Capcom, I, I think. I had so many hours in Marvel Heroes uh, playing it. It was my first stream uh the game, and it was the first title I ever uh, introduced my kids to. And, uh, you know, my my young daughter would sit and, and play Scarlet Witch and, and stuff like that. And, and that's, you know, growing up a gamer family. So I, I, it was just such a great game. And so when it, it left a void uh, in the market, and uh, Marvel Strike Force kind of filled that void for a lot of us
1: yeah it feels very much like uh, a Marvel Heroes sort of not clone but a nice phone version of a Marvel Heroes sort of you know homage. I appreciate it for that. I don't yeah. appreciate it for other things, but
0: you we know. <laughs> won't die. I mean, I don't know I, when you explain it to me,
1: ah. Uh, mostly i think if you want to be really good at marvel strike force it's like a job right you have to log in three times a day get all your energy you have to if you're like in a hardcore raiding guild you have to like raid like two to three hours a day there was raids going all the all the time that's the that's why i quit the first time because Mm -hmm. i was in like the top ranking right i was like that, that's how i play games if i'm gonna play a game i'm gonna be like the best at it if i can and i was literally doing marvel strike force like six hours a day and that's just not that's not really like feasible i can't that's like half my life i'm doing a, on my phone just felt so bad after a while And so I had to quit. I had to, like, just, like, completely quit. And then, um, actually, after I came back and was like, oh, Reminax is streaming. And I was like, oh, I should play this again. And so then I got back into it. And then David got back into it. And we were both like, okay, we're going to be chill. We're not going to, like, stress about it. And that's what we've done. We've, like, been super. We do, like, a raid, like, once or twice a week. Like, it's super chill, it's relaxed, and I feel much better about the game because I don't have to put in, like, six hours a day.
0: Yeah, wow. I mean, I, yeah, I look back at it sometimes on certain days, and I, you know, between war and raids and all the other content that you have to do to kind of progress in the game, I definitely feel like that's a, a big difference. Do you, do you feel like that's affected, uh, you know, your experience when you designed your game?
1: Uh, Well, Raid Boss... Can, I mean D- Dan can really speak to this a lot more because yeah. I wasn't really there for a lot of the designs. But I think that is from what I can tell, a lot of the design decisions for Raid Boss were definitely uh, influenced by um Star Wars. Right, Dan?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we come when when we started making Raid Boss, you know, we the lead designer and I were heavily or we're 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 big Galaxy of Heroes players still. Mm-hmm. And we, we did MSF, but we're really Galaxy of Heroes people. And so, you know, we were very familiar with mobile and you know, back in the day when he would play with play a lot with Arnold and whatnot. And um so we're we're still kind of in that eco-space. But we we one of the things we wanted to correct with Raid Boss, and we there's a lot of things that, you know, we tried to react to maybe Galaxy of Heroes, but one of the things was we just don't want you to spend a lot of time on content that is you know just boring <laughs> I guess for lack of a better term or just yeah. you know uh, just t- time time sync stuff you know we, valuing the player's time is really important to us. Um, you know so that was one of the things you really wanted was like your dailies you could you could do it you know once you kind of get really into the game in in a few minutes if, if you really didn't want to fall behind you didn't have a lot of time that day. but there are game modes that you can spend a little more time and sink your teeth into like the daily dungeon and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a a big motivator for us as well.
0: So I mean, it, when it comes down to it, you know, the Star Wars Galaxy Heroes and Marvel Strike Force have an interesting history too. Uh, I think there's probably you know one or two games that they they kind of all spawn from. So you know, uh, Raid Boss is a hero collector. I played it. I I I definitely fell in love with it right away. It has this really you know a unique mechanic where you're controlling your own little uh, guild, and you have the ability to kind of um, use these collected uh, guildmates that have different quirks and, and uh, abilities, and you know, kind of follow these old archetypes of players you may have played with in, in other games. And so, uh, it, I, I thought it was fun because I was always trying to figure out which one was Jungle Queen. Um, but you know, uh, you know, that was that was that was always the funny thing. I'm like, oh, is that one? Oh man, you know, I I played with her a little bit in Marvel Heroes, and yeah, she was usually either you know dead or dying. So I don't know which character that was
2: uh jungle queen actually is responsible for a good many of our character like bios and the the yeah. wonderful speech that you see in the
0: game so that that's all her
1: <laughs> yeah i wrote a bunch of that stuff
0: yeah all the, although it's, it's pretty fun and campy I, I love it i think it's uh it, it, it feels like uh mel brooks would be proud of some of the dialogue it's really fun
1: <laughs> it brings me back to my old uh mmo days you know david and i used to play everquest and then we moved on to wow so i've spent a lot of my formative years in mmos and then obviously marvel heroes right
0: yeah and you know and an mmo like um like format for a for a phone where you you know you don't have to you know recruit all the players i mean obviously there are there are activities for for uh groups to participate in uh so so tell us about your proudest moment for designing raid boss
2: Oh, boy. Proudest moment. Um, you know, I think I think it was when, you know, probably we launched the beta early on. And when I really looked at the feature set, I mean, we compared with what, you know, to some degree with what MSF and Galaxy of Heroes had, um, you know, on launch day. And that's that was a proud moment for, for four people to be able to do that. You know, I mean, uh, just as a, a little small background is that Raid Boss was, was developed with no funding, with just four people who just decided we were going to make an indie game and try to do a character collector because we love character collectors. Um, and that that was cool to to be able to pull that off. Um, you know, uh, so uh, you know even today, like, and I know you you guys complain a lot about you know Next sometimes making a lot of bugs in their game and like yeah. they they release you know stuff that's not polished. Don't get me wrong. Everyone's going to make bugs. Bugs happen. You know, we're a small team. We make we make plenty of bugs. But like, just to feel like we could make something that was even remotely comparable um, in feature set was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, that is, so that's a that's a pretty uh, pretty big deal. So, so what engine did you choose?
2: Yeah, so we use Unity, um, which is you know kind of industry standard. I'm pretty sure MSF uses Unity. I know Star Wars does. Yep. Um, it's it's just makes it so easy to kind of the The real benefit of Unity is that it's a one-click button to go to Android and iOS. um, You know, so that that really reduces a lot of the headaches of developing games.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So, four people, feature set similar to Marvel Strike Force. You can check that off and questions you might have had asked. So I I know there were a couple of people in chat. They kind of wanted to address this. So what's the biggest bug you ever had to face?
2: (laughs) Uh, I mean, we've had some funny ones, especially when you're doing, you know, doing everything from top to bottom yourself. You don't have a studio or a code base to work off of, you know, you make some mistakes along the way. I remember once, um, you know, we had kind of gotten comfortable with the release process and, you know, we had done it so many times and it was just some tiny little patch I was doing a little, I mean, it could, I think it was like a text fix. It was something really small. And I was like, okay, well, I've done this a thousand times. No worries here. And I wasn't paying attention and I accidentally built, you know, the game uh, as like a development build instead of a production build. And basically what I ended up doing is deploying a a hot fix that hosed everyone's assets and no one could log into the game for like 30 minutes (laughs) because I I ruined the game completely. So that was a, that was pretty bad, but
0: so all hands on deck, you got it on, you got it back up and running in 30 minutes and it was just identifying what you did done wrong and were able to fix it that quickly.
2: Yeah. That's one thing that's really nice about being in a small studio because, you know, it's both good and bad that everything, everything depends on you. No one's el- no one else is going to come in tomorrow and fix it. So we're really responsive. We at least try to be like, we are down. We, we never let bugs go very long. We try to, if they're, if they're really critical bugs, You know we hotfix them same day as quickly as possible um you know we don't we don't have a huge qa department or anything like that in fact we have no qa department so our qa department is is you know us and so that means you know we feel really bad when bugs go out because it reflects on us so we try to fix them as quickly as possible
0: okay now do you think there's a transition jq uh do you think that you, you can still build a game in today's market that is fun first and then worry about monetization or you think that monetization still has to come first?
1: Uh, That's a good question. I think, uh, having been in the game industry for quite a while at this point and being married to somebody who has been in the game industry even longer, it's very clear that it's no longer a meritocracy. So I think if we're talking specifically Mobile, I think it's very clear you have to go monetization first. And I, I think it. that was one of the things that they, that Dan and the team really came to for Raid Boss, right? Dan, that was one of the sort of the points where it was time to hire me. Yay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, we, i don't want to make it sound too grim right it's not like uh it's not like only corporate suits are making decisions about what games get made and that you can't make something fun the game has to be fun so you know we're thinking about you know so it's it's not that it's just that you can't have fun without monetization anymore you know think back to the the golden days of even something like you know you know going back to something we talked about earlier diablo right like that Mm -hmm. game was just cool there was no there was no monetization other than just you would buy just the buy the money. game, buy the game, and play the game, right? But like, uh, but nowadays, you know, when you think of them, like that's why you see so many like like derivative games. Even Raid Boss, right, is a is a child of the Marvel Strike Force Summoners War sort of like lineage, right? Um, and exactly. it's it's really hard to make, you know. As we're thinking even about you know what's next for our studio, you know, like what like we're we think we want to do another character collector, um, you know, potentially. Um, and you know, this is, it, it's really hard to think about something that is really innovative. And, 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 I mean, the risk factor is so high because, you know, we have to, uh, I mean, like you said, we have to put money on the, uh, uh, we have to feed ourselves. Right. So like, mm-hmm. uh, and gaming industry is ruthless. I mean, anyone who's been in the gaming industry for uh, any amount of time has been laid off probably multiple times, has been part of studio closures. Um, you know, it's it's a tough business, and you're you're always one fail, failing game away from from clo- from having your d- doors closed. That's that's true for big studios or small studios. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure on monetization. You know, mm-hmm.
0: and I I think that's something you know I, I you know we as consumers need to understand both to be smart in where we we place our our focus, and also understanding that you know we're we've we're also you know part of that when we're were engaging in in this i mean you know even diablo what had dlcs that was an early monetization practice but obviously um DLCs. You guys... we used to
1: call them expansions expansions remember <laughs> that remember it used to be no, no,
0: expansions that's too hard to say that's too hard to say that's that's way too hard to say it should be it should be a dlc no i, I yeah expa- it was not called expansions and it was it wasn't just a, a brief like like encounter, it was a, like a, almost like a new game.
1: Yeah, I think part of the the, the thing that is very different now is that uh, there are so many games that are coming out all the time, right? The market is flooded in mobile, in PC, and you know the advent of all these uh, engines and streaming platforms and so forth has meant that it's more accessible for people to make games and release games. That's great, but it also means that it's harder to actually make money. Either you're throwing a bunch of money at advertising, which you see all the big AAAs doing, right? Right. Or you just have to get lucky. There's literally right. no other way to do it. You just get lucky. So, you know, how how can you manufacture luck? You can't. Right.
0: You can't, yeah. but you have to find the right, like, vampires I mean, are- right you yeah. uh, know
2: I, I i would i would counter that a little bit actually i think you can manufacture luck a little bit mm-hmm. if you have a huge huge purse behind you i mean now uh i'm not advertising, saying advertising though I, i'm not saying this is right i'm not saying this is a bad game or anything but if you look at the raid shadow legends like marketing like timeline yeah the amount of money and breadth and just stretch that that game has had you literally cannot if you'd have to be living under a rock, if you've never heard of that game, um, right. they 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 took a different approach. They were they were kind of all in on that game, and they flooded the market with advertising. You know, they went heavy on Twitch, heavy on influencers, and every they had Super Bowl. Ad, I mean, they just went ballistic with a you know, with with ads, and it worked. It paid off for them. It was a huge gamble, and it worked.
0: Right. Yeah, mostly, mostly yeah. when I talk about the Super Bowl ads all the time, you know that's something. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the average cost of those have gone way up. They're they're in the 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 millions. <laughs> so i mean you know just for those segments and then looking at the influencers that they've created characters around and, and the like you know which brings me kind of to something that you guys are doing over in raid boss so you work with some influencers i heard
2: yeah <laughs> a
0: few 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 cool influencers <laughs> yeah. and so you guys are you guys are running, you guys are running a uh a campaign in game uh show some love uh and so basically what it is is uh i they're going to be able to get some cool cosmetic items for the players playing the game. You can show some love to your favorite streamers. Uh, You know, you got quite a few folks on your roster there, including Juggle Queen. You can throw some support in for. I mean, why not? Well, I (laughs) love (laughs) it. So, so your community has been been like in love with this game. I got to say that, you know, when I, when I uh, interacted with your community a little bit, I was, you know, there was quite a bit of just uh, love and feedback, like very positive response. And you know, uh, and, and I did kind of pop in some of the streams the other night, and I saw that you know, there was a lot of like you know, positive feedback that they they definitely people were embracing it with the idea of the mechanics. So people were having fun. You know, I, I know somebody in this channel right now is being really quiet, said he spent four hours the first time he touched it.
3: Yep, like was- <laughs> I, I, it kind of kind of blindsided me. I started playing, and then it was like four hours went by, and I didn't even notice how like four hours had disappeared.
1: Awesome. That's what you want.
3: There we go. This is absolutely fun. <laughs> well, thank and, you
0: and, I, and I think that's that's, you know, that's that's a credit to your design team, you know, basically coming in there. And so uh, you know, I I, I don't get blindsided by the monetization in the game. I, I definitely don't feel like it's you know, uh it's overly critical to success. And it's it's definitely interesting. And so I, I was really uh, excited I threw a few bucks your way as I'm, oh. proud, as I'm proud to do
2: excellent I' love, love to hear it yeah I mean uh, you know we we really one of the you know when you kind of start a studio you know you kind of have these cheesy pillars right about like what who are we who's our identity right and one of ours was was community we really felt like one of the big benefits of being small was we could engage very closely with our community and you know we're not always gonna like do exactly what they want or what they say right but I don't know why you can't have an open dialogue and give them, you know, honest reasons as to why, you know, why 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 we made the decision or why we did this or what why you know um even even when it comes down to things that, you know, would be would be taboo at other studios like oh you can't ask them about pricing they're never going to respond to that sure ask us about pricing we can you know we 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 try to make reasonable fair prices and you know if you feel like the value is not there then we can have a conversation about it
0: yeah that's actually Excellent. I mean, I mean, that's a little bit different than what we're used to. Mobile, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, mobile.
3: I say I largely have had a good free-to-play experience, which is also very important. Like the game has been fluid, and I've had uh, a ton of fun playing it without spending any money as well.
0: Awesome. So, I so I think that's the idea. Is uh, so you know, mobile talks about the three pillars of. Of uh, mobile gaming, you know when he when he does his community <laughs> manager whip, right? So so, uh, do you think that's accurate? Do you think that's actually something that that companies lead into? Well, do you, do you want do you want to recite them for us, mobile? Well, I, it seems
3: to me that that there's this manufactured idea where the a, a company will have a their 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 guiding principle is is to 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 deploy frustration marketing. You know, they're frustrating, they're actively <laughs> frustrating their 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 loved, you know, patrons and clients and. And, and one of the things that they do to to deploy frustration marketing is they create artificial scarcity and they create yep. a problem. And by creating these problems through frustration, marketing, art, you know, artificial scarcity, uh, they're selling a solution, which is of course, it, you know, in some sort of packaged of a surprise RNG mechanic, you know? So it's like ar- frustration, marketing, artificial scarcity, you know, surprise mechanics is, mm-hmm. is the triangle mm-hmm. of the pillar of, the evil, <laughs> I don't know if it's evil, but it's just, it's, it is is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. No, I
2: mean,
0: <laughs> it, it could feel evil. Like, you know, I, I guess so.
2: God. No, I mean, mobile gaming is, is, I mean, it's no secret, right? Everyone associates with a very predatory like practices, right? And right. Uh, I mean, we, you know, I think it does help that we are players of the game. So we we have been burned by that, you know, by that so many times where it just, the, you know, sure, okay, Every, all these games are going to be a little pay-to-win, but really, do you have to really force me to pay, you know, $99 on an unlock day? Like, that's just, it's, at some point, it's getting, you know, it's getting a little excessive at in, in, in some parts. And they do that because they can, right? Because, you know, especially when you have a license like Marvel and MSF or Star Wars, you know, like, they know that there's just going to be a certain group of players who are, you know, who, who just who they're going to take advantage of you. Right. And like uh, that, that, that is, that is something that I think um, is a function of, of, of the size of studios as well. Like, because if you can get more money, why, why shouldn't you, you know, for us, I mean, I probably, maybe I should not do this, but like we, we, we talked a lot about monetization and how not to be predatory. And, you know, we talked about a scenario where it's like, you know, it, 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 let's say raid boss takes off and becomes wildly successful, and you know, like if I'm pitted against two choices, where it's like I could be super predatory and you know generate a hundred million dollars, or I could generate twenty million dollars, you know, and be you know, and still be very very successful, and our studio is more than paid for itself, you know, ten times over because we're super small. I'm kind of okay with that smaller bucket. I just, I don't know. I don't think you have to be super, super greedy and just extract every single life force out of your payers. Like, it just seems, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's too, it it, it, it rubs everyone the wrong way. But as a developer, I just, it'll be hard. It'll be a little harder to sleep at night, I think. So,
1: I think <laughs> also part of that is like, especially places like, um, Marvel Strike Forest and Star Wars, they also have to pay for an IP, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Yeah. So not only do they have much bigger companies that they are beholden to, but they also have this huge overhead. I mean, IPs are extremely expensive and they have to pay that money out every year, regardless of how much money they're bringing in, right? So yeah. that's a lot of pressure right there. Not only that, but... They have to get everything approved on top of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's not only do they have to make all this money, but they are like exponentially slower because they have to go through the Disney corporation essentially of check marking everything that's okay or redoing things, which also happens quite a lot. Right. You put something out there, and they say no, that doesn't work. Sorry, you have to redo it, and they have to scrap everything and start over. Believe me, that happens <laughs> lots with IPs.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think that's the the big advantage we have with you, with you, JQ, is you know you've you've seen firsthand the, the the Marvel IP, and you know kind of the interaction, you know what they approve and what they what they didn't approve. It was funny because I think you were watching me play Marvel Future Revolution. And you saw the costumes and the and, uh, God. And you were and you were like, they never would have allowed that back when we were doing Marvel Heroes. And they didn't. Yeah. They
1: like flipped their shit. <laughs> even considering. There's the first
0: one. Ding ding ding. Oh, there's the first one. All right. We're we're going for the Scarface record, guys.
1: Hold
0: Sorry. Sorry. Apologize. You could do that here.
1: Um, yeah, because Marvel Heroes is supposed to be like a Diablo like game, right? Which you know, usually has lots of random affixes and lots of you get lots of gear. But then how do you gear a superhero that has one very iconic look? Right. Mm-hmm. And so they weren't going to be like, uh, yeah, no, it's OK if Spider-Man has uh, purple pants. No, Spider-Man has an entire look. And he may not deviate from that look at any point. And on top of that, we only have the rights for certain Spider-Man looks. You may not deviate from any of those and, <laughs> and you can't use any that you do not have the rights for. I mean it is a legal
0: Yeah, no, I get it because admire. Because I mean, there's other people that are that are licensed, you know, they're licensing out this other games and so they're like, you know, and and, and it's just been you know, licensing and the IP. I, I think people neglect to think about how that actually you know occurs. That it's not just the game developers. It's it's kind of uh, the idea that they're you're dealing with iconic characters that are you know long existing IPs, and and they can't toy with them too much, otherwise the overlords are going to shut them down.
1: Well, really, when it comes to something like Marvel, it's Marvel is basically just a company of lawyers now. All they do yeah. is defend their IP. Right? Everybody else's contract. Now, artists get, they have, um, they have some ownership of the IPs as well, which is another part of the problem. They have to get, if you want to use, uh, say a Deadpool, I don't know, whatever, you have to get, Marvel has to go out and make sure that everybody who has a pie of the Deadpool IP says it's okay, right? So that's what they're doing, like, all day long.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I don't think, I didn't think it was that 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 big of a deal, Mobile. I definitely didn't think it was that crazy. Well, yeah, Marvel, Marvel
3: Future Revolution definitely did something different, though, with the costumes. They had tons of costumes, right? And you could interchange mm-hmm. them. And, and, and you said Spider-Man with purple pants. I'm pretty sure you can do that
1: yeah that's why it like blew my mind but i think this is also part of so when marvel heroes happening um it was marvel hadn't been bought by disney yet right Mm. and so they were still kind of the old guard and then like in the middle of the marvel heroes i don't know existing they fired like all the the entire games department literally yeah. the entire right. games department and hired new people. And so then you know, you have somebody new coming in and they're like, "Well, I have to put my stamp on everything." So everything that got approved before that was no longer approved, right? And now though Disney owns it. And so is a very good chance that uh, Disney's a lot more lenient. They're just like, "Yeah, whatever, do it, it doesn't matter." Which, frankly, I think is way better for the IP. It's way better that you can have more freedom and have some, you know, creative license. That's what makes something fun is when you have something new showing up.
3: Yeah, we have a, a Pharaoh-themed Venom costume now in Marvel Strike Force. It's great.
0: I exp- I explained that to you. I explained that to you. It's actually from an iconic comic. It was the the, the, the stone that he that he picked up was from ancient Egypt, and it made them like a mummified version. It's, it's definitely.
3: Oh, I thought, uh, that, I thought that was
0: something they just made up. I really did. It was, it was something they made up, but the actual stone that it's the, the cost stone that anyway, it's just, it's, it's, it's an iconic. Story. i I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Marvel nerd and I read a lot of comics, <laughs> but I, I, I definitely, you know, you know, some, you know, and uh, I could definitely see the license for it. And I, and I do appreciate that there are taking a little bit of risks with that type of stuff. Cause I, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, we talked about Kestrel, like a, a, you know, their unique character, and and uh, um,
1: is Kestrel the only unique character?
0: No, Deathpool is.
1: Oh right, yeah. Deathpool, right?
0: And Deathpool, I think, is is like the perfect iteration of what a Marvel um, inspired character should be, right? Should kind of honor the the source material and you know draw from you know the rich history of of the Marvel. Uh, universe and, and draw from the original storyline. And Kestrel was a little bit, just felt a little bit contrived, you know, almost patronizing. I mean, if, if I was going to say it out loud, I, I think it's it was almost patronizing.
1: I, I love, honestly, how good Kestrel is <laughs> and how good Kestrel still is. Yes. Like, Kestrel is their baby and Kestrel is never going to be bad. And you know what? I'm totally fine with that because that means that I know that if I invest in Kestrel, that shit is not going away. Oops, I said shit again. Sorry.
0: That's okay. It's just you haven't trapped the other ones. That's okay. We're good. So, you can, you can, so those, don't, those don't count. <laughs> I told you. I, I, I told Mobile. I said, I said, she's gonna fit right in. <laughs>
3: That's perfect.
0: You know. So uh, you know, and and I think I think that that feedback is is phenomenal. Uh, so how much did you invest in Kestrel?
1: Oh my God. To, like financially
0: ah no you don't, have to, you don't have to drop like the actual number this I that's reveal-
1: embarrassing I, okay. I feel really embarrassed stars, even admitting
0: stars, stars red stars what did you did you Did, did you go hard
1: no god okay. no actually I missed the kestrel train when I came back so then I felt really bad about it but I um death pool came out right around my birthday and so I was like oh birthday present Right. So I I went in on Deathpool, and I really like her too, actually. So
0: yeah, she's pretty cool. She's like. But
1: I like I will buy shards for Kestrel when I can. Okay. And yes, I spend money. It's really it's embarrassing.
0: Um, Why is it embarrassing?
1: I don't like. Okay. So here's the thing. The, <sighs> mobile games are basically just they they don't give a shit about free to play games. Players, right? So we're talking about like not not our like raid boss. Raid boss is really nice and like so great money wise. It's just so kind. But like all these big companies that are like sucking everybody dry, right? Mm-hmm. um They don't give a shit about free to play players. All they care about are the whales, right? And so they make everything, like mobile gamer said, that you have to pay to progress. You have to pay, and if you don't, then you are just stuck in the lower tier of suckiness. And so, it, I feel bad that I am supporting this uh, type like of
0: like philosophy, right? That's your yeah, your, yeah that basically and that. It,
1: right yeah. it's there because it works right and here i am just like feeding into it even though i know it's bad it's bad for the industry it's bad for everything it means so it has so many bad sort of cascading effects and oh. here i am just like still feeding into it
0: but you so. forgot JQ, you I, I i know how much you spent on final fantasy brave Exvius. So.
1: oh my god don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> your first go around.
1: this is the real reason i got a job
0: okay <laughs> well that is to to be fair i think that's a, a lot of people you know uh because it's it's you know I, I think people forget about the power of of having a phone in your pocket you know uh what i what I, I want i want people to understand that the phone that you have now is probably better than the computer you had two years ago and the phones that are coming out in the next year will compete with the top end consoles. And so the computing power is, you know, and and I think mobile gaming drives a lot of that. Uh, and you can see the type of games that are being driven to the mobile devices that are, you know, triple A quality um, full, full PC engines. So I, I think that that's really, there's a, there's a crossover there and, and a conversation to be had Pat. because I,
1: I, I can I, tell you 100% that all the big companies now, any anybody who's making video games, AAA, everybody is going to mobile. Yeah. It's part of, like, it is no longer excluded from the cross-platform thing. It is now expected. And that's because so many companies are now, you know, they're public. And their <laughs> investors are like, hey, here's your buzzword for mobile. Look at the mobile Divisions that are making billions and billions of dollars. Why aren't we doing that?
0: Yeah. And and I, so
1: there's like, mobile is not going away. It's just getting bigger and better. And you know, everything's going to be on mobile. You're going to have every AAA title is going to be mobile now.
0: Well, I, you know, and that's the one thing I really hope that you know more developers that are are looking at you know what to do and and can kind of understand. Um you know the philosophy that maybe maybe you don't have to extract every dollar from just one population you can find submitted appeals uh to a, a wide variety. I mean, how much do we spend on wow fifteen dollars a month and 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 I don't think a lot of us looked looked twice at that you know we were like, all right, let's a subscription model and at their peak, fifteen million people and so um however i i i you know th- that was monthly and and uh, but those those type of things don't last forever right anymore because, you know, you can put that power in your pocket and uh, change the world from your phone.
1: Yeah, but it's also like that's not as much money as people can make, right? That's what it really mm. comes down to. You've got business people now at, at, are a very big part of the video game industry. And so when they're looking at the $10 a month, they're saying, okay, yeah, fine. But if we just obfuscate... How much you have to pay then we can extract way more money out of you and that's what they do right here's a here's a little five dollar pack here's a little ten dollar pack and people buy 20 of those a month that's way more money than ten dollars that's why the subscription model is dead mm-hmm. because free to play has made it so that you can extract just so much more money there's no ceiling Right? A subscription has a ceiling to how much money you can make. Free-to-play does not.
0: And I think success is now measured by by that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No. And, and the, I, I mean, this also comes back around to the fact that the video game market is so flooded that you have to hold on to your customers with an iron fist because getting customers is really hard. And so this is kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier that people just make games that you have to stay in. They don't want to let you go because as soon as they let you go, as soon as you leave, they have to pay again to get customers, right? Yeah. That's and so that you know, it it makes for a, a really toxic and unhealthy relationship, honestly.
0: Yeah. So basically, like, uh, yeah, right, I, I, I can, I can totally envision that. So, I mean, there's also that engagement model too, right? You know, uh, the, the way that they have the push notifications and, you know, the, the, I think the six hours you were spending playing Marvel Strike Force were by design. You know, oh, it's what, absolutely. You know, that if you were playing six hours in that game, you weren't playing anything else.
1: Exactly. And I was also putting in money, right? I was getting invested. And, you know, hook, line, and sinker, really.
0: Yeah, I remember the day you guys quit. (laughs) I remember very, very, very well.
1: David quit way before me, too. He was just like, this is ridiculous. I can't do this. And I was like, I'm going to stay longer because the guild needs me, and I have friends. And that's how they get you, right? They hook you in with a game. And then there's a community. And then you're like, Reminax is counting on me to do my notes today how can i leave
2: also it's like the sunken cost right like i mean i don't even know if i'm enjoying star wars anymore i just i just i've sunk five years of my life into it so i i can't stop now it's like how much time and money i've invested into that Like, (laughs)
1: like, were those all wasted
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i i don't am i really enjoying the the long you know trudge to get to get the next galactic legend not really but i i i mean i'm not going to stop playing i don't think
0: <laughs> yeah well, do you so uh what excites you about star wars galaxy heroes is it, is it the new characters is it the next class of legend what's the most fun you have in that game
2: yeah i mean you know well that's 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 more of i think that's a very like uh introspective question to be honest I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, am i really enjoying star wars um yeah well, I, mean, that, I mean are you that, having that, fun i mean I'm, i I think I am. I think I am partially because you know you mentioned the whole guild and alliance thing. Like I, you know I'm playing, mm-hmm. I'm pl- you know I'm playing with you know even people uh, that I'm personally friends with. So there's a there's a joint investment there. We still there's still goals in the game that I have. You know even though I'm a fairly high end player, like you know I still have some things you know left left to do. So that that keeps me going. You know I think when I look back though on what makes character collectors fun, and MSF does a better job of this now than Star Wars does. But um, you know like. Characters are fun, right? Everyone wants new toys to play with, and uh, you know, for a longest time, I loved when st- I loved the legendary sort of events that Star Wars had put on. You know, I mean, uh, it was so fun to work your way up to unlocking things through, you know, through through a character, through, through a set of character requirements, and then feeling like you achieve something and you get this cool new, awesome, you know, character to play with, and and, mm-hmm. and that that kind of long, long and midterm investment, I think is actually a really fun component of all character collectors
1: uh, i also sh- like since pokemon the gotta collect them all has been sort of baked into me
0: mm.
1: i yeah. love the collecting all the things
0: yeah brave xp did it for me too i i i i, I know how you felt thank you that was uh we, we we share a lot of the same games and the same habits so it's fun it's fun when we when we chat it up and we, we get together again uh and you know I, I you know mobile has a lot more experience with Star Wars Cogs heroes than I do. Um, do you think that the new game modes that they provide were fun or they were more designed towards engagement
2: well that's that's an interesting question in itself because it started off really fun, like you you know if you're referring to like the conquest mode that you know came yeah. out you know yeah. like uh, a few months ago, started off great, you know I mean, mobile probably knows through Arnold like he yeah. was like all about it, you know uh it was it was a really uh, a desperately needed new fun game mode that was it was really cool you know it was um you know it, it, it presents you with a map similar to like msf raids but it's not a raid and you just kind of progress through them with your squad and you and each battle is like almost like a little mini boss battle with different sort of mechanics for each for each fight um and a lot of different choices on the way you build up you know you you add these like temporary buffs to your squad through little cards and whatnot all that stuff is cool um and then they decided to kind of ruin the experience (laughs) by taking away all the really fun like part of the fun of like customizing things with these like temporary buffs is is partially to break the game right it's like i want to be able to create a like a super speed you know team that i couldn't create normally well they took all that away because it was getting basically the free-to-play track was too easy so they made it super hard super difficult like basically, that you know, it, it was manageable before, and then they decided to to change all the achievements to be like, okay, instead of do it twenty times, why don't you do a hundred times? So you have to refresh oh. your like you know five times a day. <laughs> it was it just got super annoying and they had these the, the the requirements on it were not fun anymore it was like yeah
0: i heard it was like i think the one that broke people was jawas i think yeah I, exactly because people people tell me this and I, I i kind of put it in my memory bank. and i'm like i'm like oh java's not fun surprise right right i mean now they're doing stuff that's even worse than that though where it's like they they want you to use
2: non-synergistic comps it's like use you know use like Han Solo and Boba Fett together to win a fight. I'm like, they don't even work together. They're, they literally don't synergize whatsoever. There's not even a leader I can put that like, you know, does anything for both of them. It's like, uh, you're, you're just, you're making me not have fun like over and over.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, uh I, I hope they don't do stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, Marvel Strike Force added you know Tower Mode and, and Pocket Dimensions. You know, kind of where we talked about like you know having additional runs at Dark Dimension, and they added some cool stuff. And it seemed like the rewards were decent, but they also made it a character release m- mechanism, so players who had access to uh, to characters now to bring up more of their roster. And it was a little bit different than than that. So, I mean, they all they all it looks like they're in the era of experimenting, at least maybe to to create more fun. I, I think it's 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 a shame when they dial back fun, right?
2: especially when it was so clearly because monetization wasn't, didn't hit the numbers that they wanted for that new feature. It was just so blatant. Like they didn't even bother masking the changes. It was just like, ah, yeah, let's just make it a lot harder. Slap a battle pass on it and hide all the good stuff behind the battle pass. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing, right. Is, um, one thing I, I talk about with mobile a lot was the difference between ISO and mods. Hmm. And, you know, and, and, and they're very, they're very prevalent. Mods are very prevalent in hero collectors. You see them duplicated a lot because, you know, they're, they're RNG and, you know, you can wind up farming them or wasting them and burning them and, or buying them. And, and, uh, if you don't get the right roles on them, uh, they're, they're essentially useless, but then like Marvel Force did something different with ISO. Uh, and, uh largely i think that's been part of the the reason why i'm still here (laughs) is is the is you know it definitely led to some theory crafting without uh breaking the the free-to-play experience where it made them feel like they just couldn't compete without without like winning with a speed roll or you know a crit damage roll and i think i think that would have been you know potentially bad for the game so i applaud the developers in that category but then they made blue so so uh so bad but um
2: yeah. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like I remember watching Mobile doing some master beta testing in one of his streams when they yeah. were doing early, early, early builds of of the original ISO system, and it was kind of like Galaxy of Heroes. And then they just like scrapped it completely and built the new one. Is, yeah, so, am
0: I- so what happened was there, there, what uh, the, the the program they, they had a couple of people they selected, and I think there were some leaks in the program. Somebody had had uh, shared the 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 information and i think because you couldn't share that type of data from the the initial one but they scrapped it because the the community was like we don't want red stars 2.0 uh this game won't survive Mm -hmm. and so so they they went back to the drawing board and they went back and they rebuilt the system from the ground up and made it kind of a mini game inside of it
2: Uh, yeah i mean i would say that you know that is that is kind of cool for a developer to to kind of have the guts to to realize that they're going to, like, really alienate every... I mean, you know, they alienate their player base all the time with other decisions, but yeah. that's that's yeah. one in the, in the good column, I think, for them, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I think so. it, it, there should also be a, a quick note about how uh, they really do sometimes benefit, right, from the alienation and from making people mad. I mean, how many rants have we done, anybody, all of us, about various games and it seems like so many of the youtubes and twitch streams whatever do really well if there are rants in them
0: yeah so. no uh yeah we we know you know <laughs> uh, we, 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 the thing about it is you, you don't want you don't want artificial outrage right that's that's something that you know you don't want manufactured outrage you, you you want to understand because what i might find fun isn't what the other players find fun and that's why i kind of do the town halls because yeah. i i think that um, I don't always have understand what the other player experiences are, and uh, you know I feel unqualified to give free to play f- uh, f- free to play feedback, you know, uh, knowing how much I've spent on this game. But there are people that do, and their voice needs to be heard a lot of times when when the game's taking the direction you know that maybe goes very hard south. Uh, and and so one thing one thing you talked about earlier, and I just want to go back to, I think it's the most important thing in gaming, and I wish. Not that it, I don't think it needs to be regulated. I think it'd be self-regulated. I think people just need to be transparent about what's happening with the microtransactions. Like you you could spend up to $100 on this. It, it will progress your account in this way. Uh, you know, we limit this to hopefully prevent, you know, we we, we particularly have our prices high because we want to prevent people from clicking that button too easily. And we limit the number of uh, things that are game potentially game-breaking, like Red Star purchases to a certain number per week because we feel like that's, not going to progress accounts too far where they outpace, you know, the free to play model, you know, we put a lot of thought into that and, and, and want to have that, you know, we, we designed our characters to work at two stars, even though you may find that you're only accessing two stars. We just don't want to bring galactic legend style characters to Marvel strike force, you know, but nobody said that we kind of have to free to, you know, interpret that, but nobody's going to give them the benefit of doubt when there's so many problems that you know that you could see from the monetization angle, you know where the red star banner is wrong, and it was that on purpose, right, to make us spend the red stars when, when they weren't up, and and it takes them, you know, five to six weeks before they they fix the problem, you know, and and so you lose a lot of trust there, and I think you guys did the right thing by by building a community and kind of going to the community and having those honest conversations, but I don't know that everybody can do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, the sad reality is that all including raid boss you know you know and i don't mind saying this because raid boss is not yet it's not yet it's it's still a fledgling product right so we're not yet reaching financial success yet so so that well, we're is, gonna,
0: we're going to talk about that in a minute cuz we're, yeah. we're going to have some download links for for folks to go ahead and take a take a gander at it to make sure they they get a they get a shot to really enjoy the game
2: right but but either way like it doesn't whether we are or not like all these character these free to play games they do depend on whales to succeed there is not you know and you're uh, there. There is that hope, right? That like, oh, microtransactions truly means micro. And if you just get enough micro transaction players who spend five dollars here and there, that that will keep the ship afloat. It doesn't really work that way because they're just there's kind of a binary, uh, like a huge pool of people who don't spend at all, and then you know a very small pool of people who spend, and then even a much you know, obviously smaller pool of people who spend large amounts of money. But the the sad part is is that because it's dependent on that. It really is up to the developer to kind of be ha- to kind of have some kind of like moral, really just a moral reason not to exploit those people and not to exploit the rest of their user base who doesn't spend. And and obviously, if it's up to if it, if you're if we're in an industry where it's going to be up to the company to regulate themselves, then we're you know we're kind of. We're already lost that battle, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have that many developers that are gonna do that. They're they're just gonna extract every penny they can. And there really isn't I don't see that changing. You know, I don't see that changing. So there's
1: literally no benefit in them self-regulating. Literally. Right. They're literally not making as much money by self-regulating.
2: You know, players go on strikes. They, you know, they they get bad press. You know, I mean, EA is every year the annual worst company, uh, you know, in the in in the world. Even not just the gaming company, right? But their they their their stock prices stay high. They don't, you know, it doesn't doesn't that kind of stuff doesn't bother them. You know, I mean, so it's I mean that's kind of a cynical way to think about it. But you know, I I guess. Uh, you know, go support the small developers.
0: <laughs> so, if, if you guys are wondering how to support uh, Raid Boss over here, you guys want to take a, a quick peek. You guys can uh, take a look at at this. These are these are uh, to help us uh, understand our reach over here at the at the podcast. You can go to bit.ly slash mx the letter M, the letter X, pod, the word pod, play for your Android devices, and you can go to bit.ly the letter M, the letter X, pod iOS for iOS devices, and uh, take a look at what you guys think of Raid Boss. Uh, you know, definitely help these smaller companies. Uh, it's a very unique experience. I think it'll be great to kind of uh, talk to our community and see what they think about Raid Boss overall. Awesome! Thank you, thank you so
2: much. Yeah, and uh, join our Discord too and uh, have a conversation with us, Les. Don't you think?
0: yeah, that's, that, that, that's a, that's a great point. We'll, uh, we'll try to get the discord out and some sort of comment over here so people can, uh, interact that as well. So mobile, anything else you want to add?
3: Ah, uh, very exciting. I want, I want to ask one question. It's something that I've come to the slow realization in, in, and, and you kind of talked about it is that there's this polar people that won't spend no matter what, and then versus people that spend no matter what. Cause one of the the, and, it, and it really bothers me a lot this idea that if they just lowered prices they would make more money it's it's not true mm-hmm. no it's not not at all not,
2: yeah. it, i mean just to give you some just some raw numbers i make you know i mean msf really really successful products might be a little bit higher but literally we're talking about a good a good day is five percent of players are spending money the rest are all free to play okay. so It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's
1: a, that's a a high hmm. number too.
2: It's a high, that's a high, that's
0: a, that's that's a a high number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there's, you know, some, some, unfortunately there's a lot of, you know, different opinions about that out there and and being fostered by, um, unfortunately some bad information, but, um, you know, it's actually knowing the industry a lot, a lot better. I, I can tell you that I, I tend to agree with that.
1: Also, I mean, you think about how many people, uh, you know, download movies and stuff that they shouldn't be watching. Like, Like so many people try and get stuff for free all the time, right? And if you get something for free anyway, that's how they prevent people from hopefully downloading the free products. But it means that they don't feel like they have to support the product either
0: which i think is is definitely something that um i think it's because you know that a lot of people kind of share that that ideal that you know maybe they don't want to support mobile games but they still want to participate in them
1: it's the same for pc games though
0: yeah i know and we know and we've seen we've seen that as well um and
2: Well, I think, I think there's like a natural human instinct there, right? Like, I mean, even when I play games, even though I'm in the industry, like I'm like, Oh, how far can I get without spending? Right. Like, uh, you know, and and then sometimes I'm like, okay, if I like the game, I'll support the developer. But I think there's like a little mini game that everyone plays where it's like, Oh, I'm cheating the system. Right. I'm I'm getting all the good stuff without spending,
0: you know? I I maybe have a problem. Maybe you guys should like, I mean, cause I'm always like, uh, how much can I spend and how far can I get? That's like, it's just, it's, I look at that as kind of like evaluating a game. I don't always like pull the pull the trigger, but I also look at that as kind of like sometimes I avoid games if it's too easy to spend money and get really far and Mm out progress, not progress the kind because I feel like if if there isn't a competitive environment where at least I can feel like I'm you know even I'm spending to get a little bit ahead, I don't want to get so far ahead that it it just breaks my experience Mm and I I, I, because there's no challenge, and I think I, I think that's one thing that I I hope that you know that that when they look at power gating they don't break challenges and, and make sure that there's not a challenge because other, otherwise that's the end of uh, of the experience overall well, but I, I mean
1: that that kind of has to happen right because you the whales so to speak you want them to keep spending and if they like you get to the point where they can just spend their way to winning the game then they'll leave you don't want that to happen right how do you keep them around keep them spending that's the goal
0: can't let them be bored by content you have to feel like there's a, there's a challenge, and uh, you know that. If you guys want to know the answer, that's what the tech nodes are really hard. MSF two point three. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the most fun game you've played in the past twelve months. Ooh, uh,
2: well, uh, mobile game or any game? Any game? Let's go. Any game? Uh, well, I I have a soft spot for Halo. I can't say no to Halo. <laughs> I love I love me some Halo. Okay, so so did did you uh, did you buy the battle pass? i I did uh i did i I can't not have my i can't not have my spartan
0: looking 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 good you know yeah i I definitely bought it i i I like the uh the uh samurai inspired costume for the very beginning i was like let's go (laughs) here we go uh how about you jq
1: well um i uh Really, it's a Cookie Run Kingdom. That's <laughs> been.
0: We're just... talking about that. That's okay. That's okay. I... I just want to say out loud that that's another mobile game, and have you spent money in that game too?
1: I don't <laughs> want to say. That's okay. <laughs> <It's> terrible.
0: <laughs> that's that's okay, but I, I will tell you I, I played a lot with my kids, and I I couldn't find you on my server. I was like, she said she's on Hollyberry. I'm gonna find You're on
1: Hollyberry? I'll oh, yeah, you.
0: got deleted. We talked about this, and then the support was like, oh well, we don't validate the, the, the backup project. I'm like, I followed your directions to a T I literally cover video. And I was like, I was like, uh, hello, YouTube. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Cause I, you know, and it was at the end of the day, they had a, they had a, a one year update, you know, that, you know, the update, and it was pretty bad. Right. Cause it crashed all the time. And, and so um, I, I they, they recommended, Oh, uninstall install the game. Make sure your game's backed up on there. So I backed it all up. And when I went back, it had overwritten my game file.
1: Oh my God.
0: So yeah, then that's a, that's my cookie run experience. But I was doing it because I was playing along with my with my my kiddos, because it let me kind of check in on them and play along with them. And it was a really cool experience for me because I was able to kind of, you know, see what the chat was they were talking about. I, I was in the guild they were in, um, and it was really frustrating when it when it went down because I was like, I, I don't know, you know, if I really want you guys playing this game if they're not going to support it because I don't want to hear what happens to you when you've invested all this time and if they don't want to support that. So I think that's why transparency is important. I think that there needs to be, at, at least that you know that 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 outreach to the community, which you guys have landed, um, you know, and that's why I, I I I don't think twice about supporting you guys. I will I will say, Bobble, how about you? What was the most fun game you played? Uh actually, it was a Marvel Future Revolution,
3: and it was just uh, you know working with three other people to take down a relatively hard boss and trying to perfect it and get the best times. I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah.
0: Uh... Mine's Vampire Survivor. It's a three dollar game on Steam, right? That's three dollar
1: ass yeah. graphics game. Oh my god, yeah, I said ass! Ah.
0: Don't worry, you haven't you haven't had the trifecta yet. You're only on the. You
1: uh... <laughs> have to say fuck once. Yeah,
0: there it is. Yes, thank right. you. All right, we have a winner. Um, So Vampire Survivor, uh, three dollar game. Terrible graphics, right? I mean, it's not like it, it's it. It makes the NES look good, right?
1: Uh, it, it, you know what it is, Ram? It's it, that is a mobile game. Yeah. Called Archero, and they put it on the PC with shitty graphics. That's what it is.
0: You feel like it's the same game?
1: It it basically you can well, move and shoot at the same time. That's the difference.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it, there's a lot. I, I feel like it's like it, it draws from the Castlevania genre, but the thing about it was, I mean, I I found myself playing for hours, in um. And having fun with a three dollar game, you know. Last year, I mean, think about that. Among Us, right? That was a surprise game, and so that's that's the I guess the luck part of the, the equation when it comes to, to making games these days, right?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. How did that one get XQC just picked it up or somebody and and like all of a sudden it just re, mm-hmm. reignited everything? Like, yeah.
0: Yep. Power yeah, influencers. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think there's definitely some uh, some of that out there, especially you know if if the the big names start doing it and. You know having fun, and you know, it just it happened during COVID, so people were isolated, and a lot of people kind of play together in an environment where they were playing. You know, um, you know, the the murder mystery, right? So, uh, I definitely captured that. All right, guys, well, I want to thank you guys for appearing on the MobileX uh, yeah. broadcast, and you know, uh, anything else you guys want to plug? You know, uh, do you guys have a special event? you guys want to talk about it a little bit? Well,
2: we we have the. We have the Show Some Love event coming up. Uh, at, I think in three days on the 14th, um, Valentine's Day. So, uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, so come check it out in Raid Boss. It's uh, you get to vote for your favorite uh, your favorite influencer. And uh, I, I have you seen that in a game before? I don't, maybe maybe you have, but I think it's kind of cool. <laughs> so I, I've never I haven't seen it in some of the games I play. But I
0: think, Show Some Love it's a really unique idea. I really I really like it. It's definitely something that you know uh, you guys put together really cool concept you guys have some you know uh uh really cool call outs for the the folks that are doing the influencing so i i uh, i'm i'm definitely i think it's cool yeah come check it out you get a free character right
2: yeah yeah if you yeah also yeah if you're a new player uh definitely (laughs) super good value you get a you get a rare character for free um and some cool cosmetics for your favorite streamer
1: my favorite tank in the game you get him for free
0: nice did you pick it jq
1: no, I didn't.
0: No. Okay. Well, that's if you're spare taking the game. I right.
1: mean, yes, I did. It's totally. It was all my idea. There you go.
0: Well, uh, that it is awesome, and uh, I, I, you know, having a nice, powerful tank in the game for the icon. All right, guys. Well, thank you again. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up and call this one of the books, and uh, go ahead and, and be your own raid boss. Uh, play along uh, with uh, your favorite influencers over the Show Some Love, uh, starting on the 14th over here. And if you have any questions, how can we get a hold of you guys? Hit us up on our Discord. Okay, perfect. We'll make sure we'll we'll get that out to you guys ASAP. All right guys, love you much. Thanks for thanks for popping in here.
1: Thank, pleasure. You, Thank you so you. much for having us.